Hey folks, welcome to the Einstein Simplified Podcast. What happened? This podcast hey. almost didn't happen because we got into a very heated debate about Warner Herzog, <laughs> which no one wanted to stop talking about. You can't stop talking about Werner Herzog. It's now, just out of curiosity, so you've seen his documentaries, yes? Yeah, I've seen some. So are they actual documentaries? It seems like he's very influential in a lot of his documentaries. Yeah, kind he's, of he's, kind of, it's, he's kind of almost like you're looking at the world through his eyes or whatever. Yeah. This, do you, at the end of Cave that's Forgotten a Dreams, he spends like 15 minutes talking about albino alligators. Like, it's, a, it's about a cave... Where there's like ancient cave paintings that were covered up and they were they were like hidden from sight and just pristine for like forty thousand so years. So basically, and every so you look at that, and then at the end of it, he's like, "Let's talk about alligators." So pretty much every minutes. documentary he does is like Werner Herzog's blah blah blah. It's not exactly like a documentary <laughs> where he yes. tells you the facts of everything and stays out of it. No. no. Well, I mean, that's every. Documentary. <laughs> I'd like to yeah, talk to you about guys. carbonated beverages for the next fifteen minutes. Yeah, he'll just yeah. He'll, I mean, but he's. I mean, whatever. The message is. Well, there's only nice seven up. Why yeah, no more? The alligators made perfect. sense. I've never seen a Werner Herzog movie, so I'm just asking. The only thing I've seen Werner Herzog is Jack Reacher. But one of the... <laughs> but not, a and he didn't direct that. He, he was in it. I saw that, and I also saw that, that episode of American Daddy's in. So... <laughs> but a Werner Herzog movie has seen you. Mm. Werner Herzog in American Gladiator. <laughs> So, they must dodge the tennis balls to reach the obstacles. The, 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 the ultimate goal is oblivion. Yes. I don't care if you're entertained or not. Look at my sword. <laughs> what you want to see is what gladiator comes out on top. There is Nitro. Look at his eyes. What is he really fighting? <laughs> Get over here. No, you come here. <laughs> The battle is inside your head. Yeah. <laughs> we are digressing miserably. Are we? Miserably. It's wonderful uh, digression. As far as I'm concerned, this is right on track. Welcome to our host, Aaron Littleton. <laughs> <laughs> this is my version of a Warner Herzog documentary. It's Aaron Littleton's Einstein Simplified Podcast, where we make fun of documentary directors and then this. If anybody is later watching this, uh, listening to this with headphones on, I want you, and there's somebody nearby, I want you to take the headphones off when it's finished and be like, you should never listen to that. I wish at the end of that he dug that guy's bones back up and then like made a puppet out of him and then made him finish telling the story. I bet Klaus Kinski's done that. That is where Jeff Peterson on the Craig Ferguson show came from. They are done. How about we have how about we have some maybe it's not Warner Herzog, but it's another it's another German guy that's incredibly obsessed with dark philosophy and he's that's all German. Yeah. That's, but, that's Germany. Uh, but he he's racist. got a, is Lars von Trier German? Is he German? Who? Call in now if you know yeah, if, if Lars von Trier is German. Nine hundred uh, eight six five 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 four. No, wait. We're but it's calling to your email address. You yeah. can find us every Tuesday at Scruffy City Hall Scruffy if that City helps Hall. you yeah, figure yeah, out where to call. I tell you what, the first Oxen. person to come in to Scruffy City Hall and tell us uh, yeah. Lars von Trier's nationality okay. will get a free Einstein Simplified T-shirt. Which, by which I mean, someone will give them. Someone in the troop will give them their T-shirt the that they wear. Off the top of their back. Yeah, off yeah. the back. Off the, no, just right off, right off their body. We recommend you choose Megan, but she is female. Uh, that's not. Cool. No, no, we don't do that. What? 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 what?
We are right. gender inspecific. Aaron has uh, served uh, up a ladle mean? of disappointment. <laughs> All right, so. I, mean, I don't think. Well, you know what? Actually, Megan told me I don't think she owns any t shirts. She's a lady. She doesn't own. I think she's like yeah, blouses. Maybe one t-shirt from a fun run she did once. But blouses. Yeah, she's just like she's a she's a lady. No. Did t-shirts. she go to college? Oh and she God. has t-shirts. No, I, she, I don't think she's just Tom Jones over here. She she's a, a lady. She was a. She Have you ever done a German so. moderately amused run? All right. So so this this is dark German. Uh, Should we introduce ourselves? Uh, oh hey yeah. <laughs> By the way, I'm your host for this week, Aaron Littleton. Uh, with me, uh, stage counterclockwise around the table, that uh, would be Paul Simmons. Good Abend. Matt Dorn. Hello. Roy <laughs> Rosa. Good evening. <laughs> it's stage counterclockwise. Aaron oh, has no concept of direction. Oh, it, that's why he's never made a movie. No, Do people need exactly. to picture this in their mind's eye? That specifically, like our positioning. Should we talk about? I the think room? that's really important. It's a little chilly in here. Just so people know. Yeah, we're it's, we're it's sitting at a sixty-eight degrees. We've got some uh, brick walls, really emphasizing. There's the a coolness. cold front moving in that should be coming in overnight. Uh, Paul is currently two and a half feet across from me. We've got Aaron about uh, three feet two inches to my left, <laughs> and Matthew should. Is two feet seven inches to my right. My trunk sits on a narrow fold out table which has Roy's phone on it as he is trying to surreptitiously monitor his text. And with us is an audience member, Stephen. Hi, Stephen. Hi, Stephen. And we may get some uh, suggestions from. I tell you what, what kind of happy go lucky fun thing has this really dark philosophical German got wrapped up in? Something fun. He's at Chuck E. Cheese and he needs 600 tickets to get the big fluffy bear. Okay. And $5.97. Okay. We'll, we'll dial that down. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. He is at Chuck E. Cheese and he is trying to win a whole bunch of tickets or get a hold of a whole bunch of tickets uh, for this. Our, our very dark German man at Chuck E. Cheese trying to get a bunch of tickets to get a big fluffy teddy bear. Carl. Yes. I need some tokens for the ski ball. You're going to play the ski ball I'm again? I'm going to play the ski ball. I do not like the grand prize game. The tossing and the ping pong ball is difficult for me. Do you know that ski ball is futile? Ski ball is futile, but I must have more than just a spider ring on my left digit. Ski ball just goes to the hole and then comes back to you. It is very roundabout and stupid. It's mm. like my life. This is very Since much similar. The ball represents your soul. Just it get flies me a from your body into the abyss. You try own. to love. That bear will never love you, no matter how many tickets you may have. I don't care about the bear. I only care about the mouse. <laughs> hey there, folks. Welcome to old Chuck E. Cheese's. I I'm going your... to call you Charles. Well, that's mm. that's fine. You can say whatever you like because it's a, it's a kid's life here at Chuck E. Cheese's. I can see you're playing some pinball. Ski ball, Charles. Ski ball. You don't even know your own show. <laughs> it's just so darn hot in this costume. Can I help you guys with anything? Would you like a pizza? What, some soda? What drives a man to serve greasy bread and cheese to small children while they, they make themselves points. amused with trinkets and whacking of moles? Why would you do such a thing to yourself and your own soul? So I'm gonna put you down for a pepperoni? Medium? From the looks of you guys, maybe small, kind of thin. Oh, a slaughtered pig. 
just like my dreams. Following mm. points. I'll be back. I remember pizza. one time when I had dreams, and the next thing they said to me is squeal, squeal, for they were slaughtered too. Six hundred points. Five hundred points again. Mine. Ah, it's dispensing the tickets. You've gotten six tickets from that. Look at these balls. They are wood. They were once a living thing that grew in the like forest wild and free, just like when we were in our youth, before it became crushed by society. Oh, we were cut down too once and smoothed into these little balls. That's what society to does to us. Yeah, mm. I'm going to the whack-a-mole. I must remove some of the angst that is in my inner being. Mm. Yes, whack-a-mole will get you nowhere. Mm. You're just going to keep beating the same dark holes each time. Perhaps you hit them all, perhaps you don't. You don't know which way will happen. In the end, it you get the same analogy. amount of tickets that you get every time. Klaus, the, yeah. the, the only thing you should be, you're really whacking there is your feelings. You're just tamping them down with that padded mallet. In America, let your feelings out. Let my feelings out. Let your soul scream. The Americans call that projection. Shh, quiet. The show is beginning. Mm. Please sing for us, Charles Cheese. No. Mm. Hey guys, here's a pizza. You want me to sing your little song? That is what we came. It, it is mine and Bert's This is his day. Oh, it's your birthday. It's my yes. birthday. It is another mark on the calendar. Another year. I have suffered through demise. another rotation through the soul of Charles. Sure, we have a happy birthday song, so. And we don't. It's, it's a sing-along. A, a um, does it, song. Does it bring up his own mortality and the fact that he will soon be a rotting corpse in the ground? And all his achievements will turn to dust. Stop it, you're mm. making me nervous. So what, what, well, what you do is I'm singing your birthday song. Whenever I point to you, you say, it's my birthday. Please, Mr. Charles Cheese, please stop this talking and start the singing. Okay. Well, happy, happy birthday to you. It is mine and birthday. Yeah, you got it. Happy, happy birthday to you! I was born on this day many years ago. It's close enough. Happy, happy birthday from Chuck and Cheese! I thought his Suffering name was is gorgeous. He's not pointing at you! But I thought his name was Charles! Mm. <laughs> yeah, happy, happy birthday to you! I cry blood. Oh, well, that's a little different. Is it called that stigmata in the Christian church? No, that's only from the hands, which is inaccurate. It should be from the wrist because it's the only way you could support the weight. Oh, now you we are suddenly the engineer. You guys sure Look at me, I know how to crucify the man. Be, that would be Einan Bioengineer. You guys sure know a lot You disappoint me despite your stuff. full beard and gorgeous lips. Charles Cheese, please tell me where to find my beer. We don't serve beer in Scheisse! We have Why not? We have root beer for all the good little boys and girls. Who would like a sample from Einen Kleinen hip flask? <laughs> well, you can't be drinking in here. I'm not drinking in here. I'm imbibing. It's different. Go away, Charles. You annoy me. I shall go and play the only appropriate game in this place. House of the Dead. I will be at the DDR. Doing nothing. No. I might try this pepperoni. My inactivity is perfection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's basically <laughs> how that would go. 
That is the best day ever. Charles E. Cheese. Dude, when he, whenever he would say Charles What did he stand for? Charles Ezekiel. Charles Ezekiel Fromage, because you would seem French to me. Give it up. <laughs> I am German. You are French. Just get out of my way. <laughs> Lie down and wave the flag. <laughs> Oh man! Sorry, that was against Brazil. My bad. <laughs> oh! oh in case you're listening to this six days after we record it, which if you're listening to it, in case you're listening to this after the final has actually been decided, I'd like to say that the French didn't lose as badly to to the Germans as no one lost as badly. That was a world record. That was a record for the World Cup. Nobody lost as badly to anybody ever as Brazil just did to Germany. Although it did tie the previous Brazil loss. Yeah. Back in 1950, I think, where we were 6-0 as opposed to 7-1. I would like to say it's a very good uh, analogous outcome, the way that Brazil lost so badly compared to their citizens. You know, you would think... <laughs> oh, that's, oh, uh, that's a good ouch. dark humor wow. again. You know, I would think that they would have uh, been you really good against, really evenly matched with the Germans, considering how many Hitler clones are in Brazil. That's right. Oh, because shit. All those, yeah. All those boys from Secret Nazi villages. Yes, in case I've just spoiled Boys from Brazil for anyone. Secret Nazi that? villages. It's a great flick. Yes. Check it out. Is that a Werner Herzog movie? I, I wish. Gregory no. Peck's in it. Gregory Peck is in it. Is he the Nazi or is he the Nazi hunter? I forget. He's the Nazi. Is he the Nazi? Look at that. Atticus Finch as a Nazi. Late in life Nazi. Stretching, stretching there. But, yeah, poor 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 Brazil. Yeah, and now they now they've only got the the, the Olympics, tw- the twelve useless stadiums. Yeah, the Bradley. Tw- <laughs> I think there's only four. The twelve. That is a movie ready to be made. Twelve useless stadiums. Twelve use, like the twelve chairs. That is the next Ben I've had a soft documentary. That, that is a a comedy movie. Yeah, you don't know the twelve chairs, and you, you've been dropping Ben Herzog quotes all day. Is that a Warner Herzog movie? Isn't it? Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, the 12 Chairs is it's not. Got, it's an Orson Welles movie. It's like Orson Welles' last movie. No, the Transformers movie is Orson Welles' last movie. That's right. Okay, fun facts about the boys from Brazil. Lawrence Olivier, also in that movie. What? Young James Mason, maybe in that movie. Maybe in that movie. Very young Steve Gutenberg, very pre-Police Academy. He played the Bible. No, he, <laughs> he actually he played the Jew. The Jew. Yes. Oh. Yeah. I won't tell you his outcome, but it's a Nazi story. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And anybody who is an acting nerd out there who might be uh, interested in you know classes or books they may have read, Uta Hagen was in the movie. Uta oh. Hagen. The Uta Hagen? The Uta Hagen. Oh. oh have you ever had a Uta Hagen? <laughs> um, how about this? How isn't, about that, isn't that like intestines stuffed in? It's Haggis. Oh, okay. I understand you can. Isn't that isn't that like an old lady? Tag him. Well, now. Hag. I don't know. Fuck you guys. Seriously. That's why we have Hagen. Let's not brought to you by Steve. All right. So this is a. Uh, this is. We're gonna do a slightly reverse. Uh, one of our games. We're gonna find out what's going to happen uh, to those stadiums in Brazil once they're abandoned. This is like the history of, but it's actually gonna be the future of. But not another the fast, game. We not the fast-paced version of that. Um, we're gonna play it like the history of. Not a scene-based game. No, 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 no. 
All right, and it's called organic development. I'll, I'll start, and uh, <laughs> I'll, we'll talk about what happens uh, with the stadiums as time passes and, and things go. I'm sure very wrong. So uh, <clears throat> the future of the World Cup stadiums in Brazil. 2016, the World Cup, two years in the past. The stadiums have become a playground and a kingdom for Brazil's many, many homeless. <laughs> many of them, ironically, made homeless due to the enormous amount of money that their country spent hosting the World Cup. During these lean and mean years, the king, the king of the Brazilian hobos, wow. rose up. <laughs> Rio de Hobo, that was his name. He ruled with an iron grocery cart. No one, no one could beg as much coin as he. Everyone paid tribute to him, even the youngest. And then. The. <laughs> Stadium number one was burned down as a tribute to the Brazilian god who was in charge of all the festive parades. It did not go well. <laughs> there was no Brazilian god to speak of. And the fire did not burn very well as the stadium was mostly cement. This was 2022. The, uh, the painful loss to Germany was still in mind. And uh, despite the Proclivity of Brazilian tears, the fire was not put out. No one ever looked that direction again. And then, um, soon the soon most of the stadiums were torn down and uh, turned into other buildings, uh, whole buildings made out of seats and uh, astroturf and uh, leftover vuvuzelas and. Uh, <laughs> Confiscated. Yes, and uh, and they and the Brazilians loved their new stadium homes, and and people would live in hot dog stands, and uh, you know some guy lived in the net, which wasn't a great place to live because there wasn't a lot of coverage there, and you walk around naked. It wasn't really a good deal. I don't know why they like that let that guy do that. Um, then fourteen years later, twenty twenty eight. After taking 14 years of Portuguese Spanish lessons, Tim Howard returns to the ground from whence he once roamed. And from this point, he usurped King Hobo, Rio de Hobo, and took over everything, thus saving the Brazilians. With these stadiums, he built upon them, and upon them, and upon them, and upon them. And upon them, and upon them, and upon them, and upon them, until we had story upon story upon story upon story upon story upon story upon story, much like the rest of Brazil. Yet he was able to use his land to spread the people out. So even though the people were literally living on top of each other, people weren't literally on top of each other. And then. 2032, four years after being ousted by Tim Howard, King Hobo de... King Rio de Hobo, living in his stadium house made of astroturf, 
and chairs from the stadium concocted a plan. He, he alone, would summon the great angry Brazilian god previously only brought out by the burning of the stadiums. And he would overthrow Tim Howard with a legion, a legion of attacking players. He would shoot so many balls at Tim Howard that Tim Howard could not block them all. No, not in his old age. Not as time was going on and slowing him down. So he went and he found the last stadium left in Brazil and he burnt it down as an homage to the angry Brazilian oh god that loves only that loves only burning stadiums from soccer tournaments decades ago. And he was given a boon, an army of devils, to shoot soccer balls at Tim Howard. And then Five years later, the battle of shootouts between Tim Howard and the Brazilian gods, each of the ashes from Rio de Janeiro, Sao Paulo, Belo Horizonte, Brasilia, Fortaleza, Salvador, Porto Alegre, Recife, Manaus, Cuiaba, Natal, and Curitiba, each of the ashes got put together to form a single glyph. Those twelve glyphs were put in a circle and did summon a true Brazilian god, Yahara, the god of carnivals. He came forth in a parade of feathers and exposed breast, and then was able to defeat Tim Howard, and subsequently Brazil was able to reach its goal of hosting the World Cup again, much later that afternoon. Everyone had lunch. <laughs> and that's, that's the, the future, future of the World, World Cup, Cup stadiums, stadiums in Brazil. Yeah, um, that's thanks, smartphone. Yeah, so you guys don't even have to worry about that, Brazil. That's uh, that's we have got you. Covered. Just keep praying to your God that hates <laughs> soccer your stadiums. Is, it's like probably ninety-six percent Christian there. <laughs> I think it's ninety-six percent Catholic there. Ninety-six percent Catholic. If you if you recall that one. Uh, Really tall statue that's featured on. Oh, beard guy. Christ. Oh, the East West. Yeah. Beard guy. That's Christ that that that's Redeemer. Jesus. Oh. Christ the Redeemer per Stephen. Yeah. That's actually what it's called. Christ. The Christ the Redeemer per Christ, Stephen. Christ that, the Redeemer. Was, was that Christo? Did Christo hold that? Like the Valley Curtain? No, that's not the Valley Curtain. He puts big things. Christo makes big things. He's definitely. He didn't make that. Who? Christo, he wrapped the islands. Christo, the Redeemer. He was trying to cover the journal. He's like that that it's not lard, but you put it on stuff so it doesn't stick to your pan. Oh. He wrapped islands. One time he went and he found all these islands and he wrapped them in cellophane. And then the gates in New York. The gates in New York. Did you watch that documentary? Speaking of films. Did you watch that footage of Tony Danza on Rollerblades biting it and slamming into one of those gates with his face? Sorry, I missed that. Did you watch that footage of Mona from Who's the Boss? Oh, Mick Lucas. Eating a big pie. Have you seen Brazil? That's got Mona from Who's the Boss. She's really good in it. Is that a oh yeah, no, that's a Terry great. Gilliam movie. Terry oh, Gilliam. Beautiful. That's a Terry Gilliam. Film. Terry Gilliam also has um, as Robert De Niro, which is interesting because we mentioned Stephen Price, Werner Herzog's disaster films, and having a documentary about how terrible his film oh, yeah. experience was. But then Terry Gilliam had lost a terrible experience with yeah. yeah, Lost in La Mancha. Roy is standing yeah. up because he thinks he has the conch. I don't know. Uh, he, yeah. Well, <laughs> when we weren't on camera, we were talking or not on camera on. Uh, <laughs> On the microphone, we were talking about The Burden of Dreams was a movie about... You know what? You guys don't need to know all this stuff. 
Let's just get on with the podcast. <laughs> Please back up to make room for pompous Matt. <laughs> I didn't feel like, 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 hey guys, here's a conversation we didn't bother to record. Let's just give you the bullet points. But, you know, if you were there, you would have been laughing quite a bit. This, was a, this episode uh, 1.2 for this week. It yeah. was so good. I know. We keep that for ourselves, guys. What number we on? Is this 35.2? Go back to walking in the rain. Yeah. I know. I, you can't see it now, but. Whatever you do, though. Don't leave the cake out in the rain. Somebody left. I don't think I can take the it. The cake is alive. Oh man, where were you in that side show where disagree. no one knew the song MacArthur Park? Yeah, <laughs> no, seriously? Yeah. Which version? We, we the disco version or the original version? Wait, what? The original version. I don't know either version. We yeah. Well, Donna we, Summer did the disco version, but I can't remember who did the original version. I didn't know there was a disco version. I don't know. Yeah, it's got that like. That sounds like this was on. Hey, Aaron, what's going yep. on with the podcast? How come no one has watched the place? All right, this is watch Aaron Little Tant. I hope it's right, like so 10 minutes of us shooting so the shit get edited out. No, that's totally not. That's what podcasts are. It's a tiny 2K. Little All right, tante. so uh, this next game is a game we played a couple podcasts ago that I actually quite liked. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, believe it or not, I like the game. Uh, it's called uh, Dramatis Persona, or Dramatis Persona. I don't Never settled now that uh, alternate pronunciation available. Yeah, uh, it's, it's dramatis personae. Dramatis personae, coming from Roy, who is a master of all things theater. Can we just call <laughs> drama person? <laughs> drama. It's person. drama people. Drama person. Uh, drama dramatic people. Drama people. You're real dramaturg. Okay. So um, what drama we do here? It's a dramaturg. Turd. With this explanation. What we do here is we flip to the beginning of a uh, play in one of our. Handy playbooks. So does Stephen choose? Uh, well, there's not that many, unfortunately. There's only one Stephen. I can count. <laughs> okay, so count to one. What we are doing in this window? <laughs> this is we and we read off the characters in the play and assign them to someone, and then we'll read either the setting or maybe the uh, maybe the first line or something and get everyone started. So. Um, We'll just go. Around, we'll go. Uh, we'll go stage clockwise around this. Oh, it's on a sundial, so start with just start point with people, man. Okay. <laughs> so character, character, Louis Barhooter, whose only description is he's the Trigit. Whatever that means, Roy is now Louis Trigit. Louis Barhooter. The Trigit. The Trigit. The three finger. Next around, we've like got the, the we've got Matt Shadorn, who is Desire Corby. Description: A corn vitter. Oh, could be Desiree. We don't know. Vitter. What's my name again? Desire Corby, or it could be Desiree. Uh, it's probably Desiree Corby. No, it's Desire. 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 Corby. Desire Corby. I feel like all everyone's like Aaron didn't know how Desiree spelled. Uh, no, it is Desire Corby. Uh, and finally, Paul. We have Basil Laffler. Basil. What is this? Basil. What is this? What is this play called? A wham salesman. First off, first off, we're not telling that. A wham salesman. So you guys figure out what does a Okay, Roy, Louis Barhooter, the Trigit. Louis Barhooter, the Trigit. The Trigit. I feel like uh, I feel like the Desire the, Corby. The bottom fell out of the wham market as soon as George Michael was on the. <laughs> Louis, yes. Louis Desire Corby, a corn vitter. Desire Corby, and Paul is Basil Laffler, a lamb salesman. Lamb salesman. Basil. All right, Basil. Basil. It could be Basil. 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 All right, and as our, you want to be Basil, Basil, 
Laffler, Basil Laffler, lamb salesman. Basil is it Basil? Basil I think the only people are named Basil and in, in to get you started. At the rise of the curtain, Barhooter, Corby, and Laffler are seated in three small flat bottom boats. They are fishing. We're in three separate boats. Yes, I don't three. Like and let's get a word to get them inspired from Stephen. Any word that you please. Basketball. Basketball. Let's find out what's going on. So, do you think he's going to go back to Cleveland? <laughs> I don't know. I think he'd be better off uh, maybe going with the Lakers. Or I don't know. Well, where will the most money be? I don't know, Cleveland. You pull that much fundage. You know, I'm just a simple corn vitter. But... <laughs> In my opinion, the man should go back to his roots. You know, where he's, you should go home. I mean, they say you can't go home again, but he could live, he could just go home. Well, Desire, where is home to LeBron? Home is where the wham is. Did you stop selling us the wham? We are not buying. ABW, always be whamming. Let me tell you. I'm telling you. Basil. We are here oh, on vacation. Something. I think I got a hit on my line. Did you hear that? Hey, Basil, why don't you just choose life? All right, man? And just don't, uh... Cast a line. Perhaps you might feed yourself or both of us. Whatever you do, stop selling us your wham. I... You know I can't stop selling the wham. Basil, are things are hard at home. Do you need the money? Do you need a loan? I mean, the court bidding business has been quite good to me. Well, I know, and I've, I've been running a bit thin on the wham. I know I've only been a Tridget for three months, but I do have a little coin to spare. If you would like to, maybe, perchance, take a little bit of a loaner for yourself. I'm not we- quite ready for a loan, but I will consider it. Thank you to the both of you. You know what, I think you should give up the crazy wham salesman job. I mean, the life is just, it's so much just dancing and, you know, waking people up before they go-go and jitterbugging and, and, and no, you could make a good, I have a, a good entry-level position in my vitting business. And if you what? need it, I can get you into trigetry. Oh, Trigetry is this. I, I, it's a you real, know I'm not limber enough for that. But <laughs> it's such a growth industry. I think that just it's a... Just sneak your way in. It's a six-week class. Spend and then we're a certified Trigetry. Yeah. Be a Trigetry for three months. No, transfer to a department. You can I, went, I went from Kajak Gugu to Wham, and that's what I'm sticking with. I do not want to see you delve into the AHA arena. You know, I... Yeah, I feel like you'll just... Look, away from I don't into care what sort of take on that you have. I am going to stick with Wham. I am trying to make sure you do not get into that take. For you will be taken if you get into that take. And you should try Trigetry for at least at least the duration of the trial period. Look, okay. I mean, look, look at Trigetry. It's a safe. And you get in there 15 years. You get your pension. You're out. You know? You can, you can, and then you can, you know, you can... I like living on the edge. We came here to fish and talk basketball. We are at a time where Wham is moving on. Aha is in the vernacular. You've already kajagoogooed. Your aerosmithing is past its prime. I think you need to, you need to treat your career like a flock of seagulls and just let it fly away. Look, I'm a prince in my own right. I don't care whatever symbol you throw my way. Listen, here, 
Basil, you sexy MFA. <laughs> you must get into trigetry. It is the wave of the future. I refuse to take off my raspberry beret. How do you must do is release the Must you beret. insist on partying like it's Become a party nine all yes. the time! Don't party it like must. it's 1999. Party like a party man. There's no joking about this. I just, I think, Basil... Do you really want to hurt me? Oh, I do, please. Do not lose your own culture. I started the club. But the club has dissipated. Nobody wants to be a part of your club anymore. I this is why we are free fishing. I think that your head's just become all kind of bangled and hazy shade of winter that's going on. And you need to walk like an Egyptian away from these. Don't talk about how I walk. <laughs> yes, you must bangle and flock your way. You must walk like an Egyptian and then run far away into Trigetry. Look, I'm getting there. I'm getting much, much closer to the edit. You need to stop pushing me. Listen. Nobody likes Mondays. I don't no, I like Mondays. You know, we all we all wish it was Sunday. Trigets do not work Mondays. Leave your boom town and come to Trigetry. Come on, Eileen. <laughs> Look, I have eighty-eight lines about forty-four women that I'm going to deliver. No, you can't beggar your way out of this. Oh, you think I'm too legit to quit? <laughs> yes, you must hammer down what you want to do with your future. Why don't you just eat it? That was weird of you to say. <laughs> Please elaborate. I'm a little more advanced. Oh, Basil, you've become a parody of yourself. <laughs> it doesn't matter. God damn. Basil, you're speaking like you are a German. Do not go that dark. So? If I'm white and nerdy, you see me rolling. I believe you've just petered your way into an Alfred situation. I'm much more current than you think I am. You know what? You see this? This era has passed. What say you? Into desire? the sweet nirvana of afterlife. You know what? Just never mind. You see my fishing line? <laughs> I am going to drop it like it's hot. Oh, we are. Oh, Nelly. That was quite the castaway. Oh, I'm happy. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Basil, I've got 99 problems, and they're all you, Basil. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, you think I'm a bitch. Desire, please. I am going with the Basil trajectory. You, you are on the Basil trajectory. You know what? I'm done. I'm running away from this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Boosh, 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 boosh. Do you see what you've done, Basil? You see what you've done, Basil? I'm just going to the bridge over troubled water now. <laughs> now you're going back on yourself. <laughs> okay. I hate you, Basil. I think we've literally every bit of <laughs> pop, 80s yeah, pop, pop music and German existential documentary filmmaking. <laughs> so I'm going to say that's we've it beaten, for us. We've beaten that dead well, that's, that's all <laughs> <laughs> I was so waiting for one of you like, this fish smells like team spirit. Uh, <laughs> mm. 
So folks, don't forget, come check out our live shows every Tuesday at Scruffy City Hall uh, in Market Square, 8 p.m. They're free, no cover. That means the same thing. Uh, come on out, it's a pretty cool venue. We like it. Free, no cover. Lot. There's charge, no charge. There's no charge. Uh, it's uh, it's gratis. Pro bono. Pro bono. Yeah. I'm pro boners. Yeah, I'm pro boners. All right, we got. Then that's the kind of quality humor yeah. you'll get in a nine-sided simplified hey, we show. We only had like three boner jokes. <laughs> and and now we tonight. will talk about the vinyl alligators. Now people speak of the white snaps. <laughs> now to be confused with the white stripes. <laughs> All right, guys. Let me uh, tell you take flower, care. Make sure to subscribe to us. Uh, rate us wherever you're subscribing. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, wherever you like to download podcasts. Grab it. Uh, thanks to Steven for sticking around. Uh, for Einstein Simplified, take care. See you later. Bye. Ciao.